Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. And welcome back to Sure It Will Be Grand, and more specifically, What's on the Box. It's Kevin. Say hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. I'm here too. And uh, it's myself, Daniel. It'd be weird if it wasn't. It'd be weird if it was just Kevin and you're hearing this voice. Um, I'm very good at impressions. <laughs> that would be amazing. Could you imagine someone who's just really good at impressions and they just do a podcast like with like three people, but it's actually just them and they don't let anyone know? I I would madly respect them. I think. Oh, that'd be amazing! I would love. And like, it gets the podcast gets famous, and then they go to a comic con thing, and there's only one person sitting at the long table, and everyone's yeah. like, "Where's the rest of them?" Oh, they're just, they were just the back those... there. Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just get changed really quickly, like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, so he quick changes as well. There's the whole fucking. We're doing that's a movie. I think yeah. that's a whole movie. We need to bring back '90s movies that involve quick changes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yes, um, we're back with She-Hulk, episode yep. 6 of this season, and we're having a wedding episode in an awkward place. Yeah, that is okay, they... because <laughs> weddings happen at awkward times. Yeah, the episode starts with, we're doing a wedding episode. I know it's awkward because you got hyped from the last episode, but weddings are awkward. And uh, firstly, this uh, the moment I heard that, this episode kind of lost my respect a bit, because you can't... You can't call attention to tropes and then just follow them without changing. Nah, disagree. <laughs> I'm completely on board. I was like, yes! Woo! No, like, here's the thing. The rest of the episode won me over, but that one bit, I'm like, no, you can't do. You can't just, you can't just not change formula after addressing formula. Oh, I, I, I thought that, that's actually what won me over. It's <laughs> just like, nice. Um, just, you, you were won over by them just unabashedly being like, this is a wedding episode. We're not this is just a wedding episode. Don't worry about it. I just like that it's slowly become like, hey, people who hate the show get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, if there's one thing about this episode, is it, it fucking doesn't like people who don't like the show. Hey, people don't like the show are part of a secret organization. <laughs> All yes. right. <laughs> yes, uh, apparently. They're a part of a secret organization that's very similar to 4chan slash Reddit. I mean, she literally uh, says that, yeah, I'm just using answers that some guys have sent me in the past in messages. And she's like, <laughs> god damn. Uh, and I, apparently it was very convincing because they were ver- verified instantly to get to a website. But we'll get there when we'll get there. I'm going to say this. Oh. I think... Um, there's a moment in this episode where I, when I've joked before, said, "Oh, things are going to be awoken in people." I think someone got awoken in me when she wore that dress and she walked up that, uh, up to the wedding. I was like, "Okay, all right, I'm okay with this." I, I, I was, I was all right with it. It was fine. <laughs> no, I was more, more right with. It. I was like, "Okay, more of this, please, thank you." Um, yeah, <laughs> she gets invited by her. Old school friend Lulu, um, yeah, who was a bit of a bitch, uh, but I guess she had to ask, and I guess she thought she had to say yes, even though she could just say no, or I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, I have Hulk yeah. things going on. I'm but, very sorry, I have all flus. Yeah, exactly. All of them. Um, Hulk flu. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, she. Makes her friend makes a point that if she ever goes to her wedding, she definitely wants to see uh, the superhero costume that was made for her. And she's, I'm mm. never going to wear that. She's obviously going to wear it like season finale. Like this is this is how this works. Uh, they're, yeah, they're going to keep calling and be like, "Oh, I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to wear it." And then she's going to wear it. Unless at the like, end of it, oh, like, she's wearing it. Or at, <laughs> unless at the very end of the season, she didn't wear it. And she's like, "Bet you thought I was going to wear it. Go fuck yourself!" And just leaves the show. What, that. <laughs> what if she just wears it to like go to the gym? Yeah, I mean, it, it, to be fair, it looks kind of gym clothesy wise, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's just a one piece kind of gym yeah. getup. I mean, she can't really wear gym clothes that are made for normal humans, you know. I mean, spandex. Yeah, just in general was was told. So well, like, yeah, spandex is your friend. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, okay, better, better than most, I'd say. Yeah. 
So, yeah, they have that wedding episode. Uh, she goes up, mm-hmm. um, her friend Lulu's just like, oh my god, you came as the Hulk, please don't do this, it's my special day. And she's like, okay, right. And mm-hmm. she arrives, they go to the party. Um, I know that dress was made to like work for both sizes. I think that's the impression we got, wasn't it? Uh, uh, yes, basically all of the clothes would fit for both. So it was probably designed with with Jen in mind, <clears throat> yeah. and then it would fit to She-Hulk when she grew. Though I will say, it wasn't very flattering on Jen, really. Mm. Neither of the dresses were. Mind you, the pink dress was designed just for Jen, and she's a bridesmaid, and they're all meant to look ugly, so the bride looks nicer anyway. Yes. Yeah. That, that's... Can we, by the way, if anyone didn't know that, that's how bridesmaid dresses work. Yeah, that's that's the. For trick. more information, watch the movie Bridesmaids. I like that we have like serious masculine conversations in this uh, mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, about a half an hour talking about shoes. The last episode, and now we're yeah. talking about bridesmaids. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, that the, the a plot is focused on Jan is going to a wedding where she's been told she can't she Hulk out because she'll steal attention away from the bride. Yeah. Um, the okay. B plot, meanwhile, really that's happening. Didn't expect this. I preferred the B plot in oh, this it episode. Fun. It was fun, yeah. Um, so I, I basically, mean, I want to know more about him. But yeah, go yeah. On. I actually I looked up this guy um, yes. who appeared in it. So basically, uh, we can go over what happens in the B plot. I think really quickly. Yes. Um, but basically, it's Mallory Book, who is the lawyer from the last episode, who defended Jen, uh, and, and Jen's assistant Nikki are working on a divorce case. Yes. Uh, for a man named Craig Hollis, a.k.a. Mr. Immortal. And, as people need to remember, the whole thing about that new law firm branch is that they do mm. superhero stuff. People with yeah. supernatural powers. And you might have guessed who what Mr. Immortal does. <laughs> yes. Um, I really fucking liked the spin they did on on him. He's like, oh, I, I love getting married, but I hate conflict. So I fake my own death instead of divorcing them. Yeah, yeah, um, and um, when we when we actually get the divorce like settlement uh, meeting, uh, there's about like eight or nine different people he's divorced from. Yeah, and I and I have such people. There's a husband in there too. Yeah. Um, I, I but... also want to say like when he first tells the lawyers what he did and does, they're like, "Holy shit, no, that's awful! What the fuck?" And like, "Hey, you can't yeah. say this. We're defending you." Yeah, we can still tell you what you think, and like they start giving out to him, and yeah, he, they just... start generating conflict, which, yeah. as we know, he doesn't like. So he takes his hat and it fucks himself through the window. But like to be fair, we've all been in that teenage angstiness where it's like I'd rather die than do this, mm-hmm. and it's just it's I mean... really not a big deal. Like it's just a small thing. It's just like fuck this, just let me die. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna I'm, I looked up Mister Moore. I literally I paused the episode because they said Mister Immortal, and that is such an like. An obvious, like, oh, this is a character from the comics. We're name-dropping yeah. a character from the comics. So I immediately, I paused the episode and looked him up. And you know what? I looked him up and I was immediately, like, I knew that the episode was going to disappoint me with the wives. Yeah. Um, have you looked up who his main romantic interest is in the comics, at no, least on Wikipedia? The only okay. thing I saw is what he looks like. And it's like, they don't look the same. But anyway, go on. Okay, so do you want to know? Um, so I, I looked up who he was in the comics. And, you know, it's, it's pretty... Similar power-wise, he's immortal, but um, his notable comic love interest was a fellow member of the Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah, uh, a woman named Dinah Soar. Oh, um, a Wisconsinite uh, humanoid with the attributes of a pterosaur. What is, did her Mr. Mortal like date since like? prehistoric they, times they have been on and off no in modern day oh uh, no just I, she no, hasn't I, been prehistoric saying, well i like to imagine she's immortal as well but she's a dinosaur that slowly evolved and he was just a human the whole time and they slowly dated for like millions of years no like the, the weird thing is i looked it up as far as i'm able to tell i might have misread it but she's just someone who was born in wisconsin who looks like a dinosaur Okay, okay. I mean, the X-Men exists, I suppose, so... And she, she just dates Mr. Immortal occasionally. Like, they're on and off. He In the comics, he's actually a lot sadder of a character because everyone he loves is dying around him. Whereas this um, Mr. Immortal, we know, she's like, oh my god, would you just die? <laughs> yeah. 
Actually, another interesting thing about Mr. Immortal in the comics is that um, he has a connection to, a, like, a cosmic entity. Yeah. Um, that he knew since childhood, and that cosmic entity's name is Death Urge. Oh. Um, which he called Dirge, uh, okay. for short. And everyone around him thought it was just an imaginary friend. But Death Urge would constantly be, like, like making him play in traffic and do dangerous shit. Like, oh, you should light your house on fire and lie under the floorboards. <laughs> like, fucking weird shit. Um, so the version we got in this episode was a much more comedic play on the Mr. Immortal character. Yeah. Um, than what was in the comics. I, I, I like, I... I was more interested by that Wikipedia read than I was during the episode. The episode's alright. I actually quite like the episode. But that Wikipedia read of Mr. Mortal movie go, huh, that's that's weird. It's like he's dating a dinosaur and also he his imaginary friend is a suicidal tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly is an idea, isn't it? Yeah. Um but yeah, so his plotline is about divorcing all the women that he's uh, not all the women, all the people that he's been unable to actually divorce. Yeah, because uh, and... he hasn't been him himself in a long yeah. while. You know? And um, yeah, and splitting up the assets and all. And that's what uh, Nikki and Mallory are doing. They're splitting up the assets. I'm going to be honest, um, I don't think they split them up very fairly because one of them got a bunch of money and one of them got an apology. Um, yeah. So I don't, think that's how, I don't think that's how divorce hearings work I, I don't you know what? i've never gotten divorced and i hope to never get divorced um and in my lifetime Why does your relationship and... stuff keep coming up in this podcast kevin i i don't <laughs> intend on it um but i've i've just wanted to say i i don't know anything about divorce hearings really yeah yeah um and i i don't really intend on learning more about divorce no. hearings no that's that's fair right um okay so uh, that that's most of the B plot. We might reference it again, but the A plot. Let's talk A plot. Yeah, yeah A plot. Um, Jen seems to just like first of all, she can't be in a normal form, and then mm -hmm. she's like expected to do everything because um, the guys need their shirts ironed because they played Mario Kart. Um, and, and they're like, "Yeah, it's a real sport now. Esports are real sports. Yeah. They're on ESPN." And I'm like, "Wow, that joke. That's <laughs> yeah. a." Is that a joke? <laughs> it's about three years, four years out of, um, you know. Like, I, I don't even think that joke was ever on time. Like... I, I think it was on time when esports first became a thing. But that's about it. Um, I don't know, but like even the way it was delivered. <laughs> like, yeah. just something was, something was off about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, fucking... Yeah, um... There was a few jokes like that where I'm like, really, is the joke we're doing yeah. that? But, like, I mean, to be fair, I've been like that throughout the whole show. This is just kind of the first time where I'm, like, yeah. I'm bringing that up. It's not Actually, I did bring up that the dialogue yeah. was a bit weird in episode one. You should but, mention, like, um, though, one thing. Um, someone shows yeah. up to the wedding. Yes, uh, we for completely forgot that Titania shows up to the wedding. Yeah, and she's all um, like, Jen, oh, my God, you think uh, too much or whatever and think the world's about you but it's not it's clearly that she wants to be there to mm -hmm. you know attack Jen because she said this wasn't over yet and she's dating a dude that we are you know fucked up way of assessing people it's meant to not be really worth her time dating mm -hmm. she's obviously using him and all, you know that kind of shit um, yeah they could have literally showed any guy there and it would have worked in Titania's character, but yeah, like just, with the guy yeah. they showed, you knew that Look, that was the intent. They did the whole, oh, he's Asian, he's wearing glasses, and mm. we sure love a stereotype. Ah, <laughs> nerds. Okay. <laughs> Very yeah. funny. Uh, yeah. Timely joke. I hope they talk about esports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... That's what he said, yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so that that joke's like, eh. but I, here's here's the, here's the thing I've I've, I've been thinking about because I watched the episode a little bit ago. I've been thinking about this. So the bride had an issue with She Hulk being at her wedding, so just wanted you know plain old Jen. Yeah, she doesn't have an issue with Titania at her wedding. Yeah, but I, I think a big thing is first of all that She Hulk stands out a little bit more in Titania. 
I think that's just fair can to you, say. Like, Titania's gorgeous, she, and look, I know she's wearing weird clothing, and she's famous, but she is literally an eight-foot-tall green woman with apparently a great ass. Yeah, that wasn't but like, my words. That was the people saying, everyone seems to find her very attractive. I mean, that's like just a comic book thing. Everyone finds She-Hulk attractive. Yeah. Um, and now so do I. Like, sorry, what? I, I prefer I prefer on the page, gonna be honest. Okay, fair enough. Um, um, but yeah. I was about to say, well, I have a better chance of real life than She's CGI, Daniel. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have a better chance with the actress in real life, I guess. I, I, or the, mm. the person who, like... Does the motion yeah. capture? There's, I guess. Talking about motion capture, um, when she was hugged by the bride, mm-hmm. that didn't look great, did it? It felt like they had, I don't know, a bag of potatoes in place for her to hug and then was like, edited out. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like sometimes. Like watching like a Marvel product recently, you'd be like, "Wow!" It often feels like the CGI staff is criminally un- overworked and underpaid. Yeah, that's it's uh, weird how you suggest that. Uh, yeah, to come up before, um, but yeah, that happens. Um, we get weird comments about her boobs as well because she's been pushed into her boobs. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, it is a. You do have a point though. Like major celebrity. Um, who scoffs at people having 20 followers on Instagram. Yeah, she also wears, like, gold on her face. Yeah, and I think she has killed a couple of sheep and then glued it to her body and painted it pink. That That's a reference to her coat, people. That is not a thing that happened in the episodes. <laughs> Just so we're, we're, we're clear. I think Peter might disagree. Uh... <laughs> um... <laughs> But it didn't yeah. explicitly happen. I didn't. The CGI team were luckily they didn't have to do the sheep butchering scene. Yeah. Um, Here's a question. But they pitched it. Yeah. yeah? Cool question. Like, no, we'll leave it because the, the there is a fight later on. So we'll yes. go to the only glimmer of hope Jen had after being given like a thousand jobs. She meets this guy. Yeah, this is a really nice guy. He's interested in Jen instead of She-Hulk. He seems to, like they really get along. Um, yeah. He's I'm he's 100% like a secret agent trying to get her blood. Yeah. Um, I do not trust him one bit. <laughs> yeah, because he, he, he seems to know just what to say. Um, yeah. And I suppose we can go from there on to... While her friends finished the court, uh, a weird yeah, yeah, pop-up so... came onto the screen, um, which led them to a weird group, which called Hulk King. I no, can't... no, sorry, no. the The site is run by Hulk King. Yeah, Hulk. King. Um, but the guy, the actual site is called Intelligentsia. Yeah, that sounds um, very right-wing conservative. Yeah. So, yeah. like, immediately, my thought is, "Wow, that sounds like QAnon." Um, yeah. And then they they scrolled through and they're like, oh, it's memes and death threats. I'm like, oh, so it is QAnon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man. But um, and it's just I... loads of things like weird Reddit posts with like red holes poked into like Jen's eyes and you know like, sniper rifle like yeah, edits. Lots of weird information about what she does and where she is at times. Like, I mean, genuine stuff that happens on the internet. This is not like one of those. So yeah. this was. It happens. Uh, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. Um, and I have to like talk um, a bit about Intelligentsia because it's actually a thing in the comics because I looked it up, you know? Yeah. Um, Intelligentsia, uh, you know, obviously in the show, it's an online forum, kind of a QAnon Reddit 4chan type shit. Yeah. Um, but if you look in the comics, Intelligentsia is a supervillain team. Okay. Um specifically a supervillain team comprised of the greatest evil minds in Marvel. Now, this is spanning the Ant-Man villain Egghead, uh, like, you can go low-level with Fantastic Four villains like the Trapster. Yeah. Um, but even, like, huge names are in it, like Modoc and Doctor Doom have been in it. But you want to know the big name in uh, Intelligentsia, the one who founded the team... It just so happens to be one Hulk villain known as the leader. Yes, and here 
is what it's technically part of this episode. Uh, the recap over what's happened in the last few episodes. They've kind of recapped hmm. the idea about the needle, about the guys trying to get uh, She-Hulk's blood. I'm starting hmm. to think more and more that the one guy she was out on the date with that was asking her how to pierce the skin was acting very, oh, how would you pierce that skin, huh? I, I'm starting to definitely say, yeah, this is quite obviously he's involved yeah. with this. Like, let's be real. Like, there's no, like, I feel like I'm stupid now for ever going, interesting it's like no okay this that's very much on purpose <laughs> yeah like yeah. It, i feel like he's definitely i feel like the new guy is, is more than likely if he's not i'll be happily surprised i guess do you think um, they had maybe that every single person she dated has been like an espionage thing about trying to gather more and more information to get the more and more perfect guy <laughs> to date her? i if they if it was then it was fucking terrible but to be fair it was organized by people who seem to frequent 4chan and reddit look, so... look the trickster was in charge of that first you know I, I don't know the trickster at all, but I'm going to guess on his name that he's not. Oh, the no, it's, the, it's not the trickster. It's the trapster. Oh, the trapster. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's, I didn't look up the trapster, I'm going to be honest. I just yeah. know that he's kind of low level. He sounds um, like a Spider-Man villain people forgot kind of thing, you know? Uh, like the, the wizard. <laughs> yeah. Or the stone wall dude. Um, oh, you mean the wall? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who only showed up in that one story, didn't he? At the baseball. Um, I can't. I don't. I'm. You know, I did. I've seen the video recommended to me about the wall, but I've never yeah. actually watched the video. Watch it. It's actually quite a good to watch. Um, oh. sorry, I can't remember the name right now, folks. Um, but oh. I'm fairly sure there's only one video that's ever talked about that comic, so you know. Oh, I just looked up the trapster right now. Um, I can't believe I put disrespect on his name because this isn't his. The trapster is a newer name. He okay. used to be called Paste Pot Pete. Uh, I, I've heard of Paste Pot Pete, all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I'm sorry, Trapster. Yeah. <laughs> you get my respect. Yeah. Um, He doesn't actually, because he uses a fucking Paste Pot as his weapon, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so... Let's just say it's probably not the most um, intelligent... <laughs> I don't think we're getting the yeah. trapster. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, after all that, you know, mm -hmm. they are trying to still get get Jen's blood, right? Yeah. Um, and they, they're trying to get better needles. I, I guess they got vibranium needle this time. Uh, because, mm -hmm. Well, just at the very end of the episode, we'll go back to the fight with Titania in a second. Um, we see a new syringe being put into a little briefcase with a toxic symbol obviously for radiation or whatever yeah because um, her, her blood will be radioactive so yeah exactly um which is weird because well, i mean i suppose because her bo body biologically breaks down gamma radiation in the environment doesn't it i think so yeah because otherwise she can't have that much radiation because yeah. she's only got a drop or two from her cousin like it's not that much you know? I mean, uh, yeah, re realistically speaking, if we're going by, like, uh, oh, her blood is actually radioactive, then we would be we'd be talking about a Godzilla situation. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to um, go, go back, though. Yeah. More with the introduction of Mr. Immortal. Do you yes. remember the time in the Marvel Universe where the weirdest thing that humans had to deal with at the time were, like, the Hulk... A weird hammer in the desert, and some dude making himself uh, a suit of armor, right? Like yeah, that one is, week. Yeah, and like <laughs> yeah, that, that one week, and like all that kind of stuff happened. But like, okay, the weirdest part of that is the Hulk, right? I think that's mm -hmm. fair enough to say. Uh, the hammer, like, I don't think anyone had to really deal with that except Shield. Like, mm. when people had to deal with that with Hulk. Now there's like. I, I like Shield has been around for a while. Like, did they keep an eye on people like Mister Immortal? Like, because there's so many people are coming out of the woodwork now that if you introduced Mister Immortal in like Iron Man, you'd be like, "Sorry, what? Who the fuck is he's immortal?" Yeah. Okay, it's, it's a bit weird. Okay, well, like we do, we do have to take into account. Um, 
In Iron Man 2, one of the three movies you're ta- talking about there yeah. for the one week. Well, I was uh, Iron, Man, Iron Man 1, but yes. Yeah, well, the one week is Iron Man 2 Incredible Hulk Thor. Um, but, yeah, so basically, um, fucking, I had a brain fart. Oh, yeah, basically, um, in Iron Man 2, there is a scene where Tony is sat down with Nick Fury in a fucking warehouse where a bunch of screens are put up. Yeah. And on those screens are a bunch of little pinpoints all over the world, seemingly indicating references to potential Avengers. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, if that is what that is, then all those people who are like, oh, fucking Nick Fury is making a superhero team and he has no superheroes? What's he got? I mean, obviously he had ideas. Yeah. Like, um, well, I'm just but... saying, like, in the general zeitgeist of that world like things really blew up after that week you know like i I think it was i think it was less after that week and more like in new york in 2012 yeah potentially i mean iron man one and two happened but again yeah i suppose you could say iron man two which was very similar to iron man one with Mm. a few differences um I mean, I, I guess it's like, oh yeah, he's an arms dealer, yeah. and he built himself a suit. Fair enough. Um, like, so yeah, the Hulk is probably still the weirdest thing. And to be fair, by the time we get around to the Avengers, the Hulk seems to be more of a story people talk about. Yeah. He's... On, on, on honestly, I'd be fairly certain that the Hulk would be covered up by Shield. Yeah, I'd, like a I'd lot say, of the time. Yeah, I'd say he's covered up, but I, I get the impression that, you know, he he he's 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 a cryptic. Encrypted, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, that's um, what he is. Um, yeah, no, he'd, he'd be like, oh, did you hear the, the giant green man of Brazil? Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, it, I, he was Bigfoot, actually, probably. Yeah. Um, so, basically, what I'm saying is that after the snap, and I think, yes, you can say the um, Battle of New York, and yeah, obviously it was a big one, um, but I think definitely the snap made weird stuff be accepted accept it now right across the border like because remember new york was still just new york it wasn't yeah. a worldwide event so yeah I, I guess that's what happened um london got attacked as well in thor 2 yeah i, I some think metropol- see i think after after new york got attacked yeah which new york got attacked was a huge thing it was basically like multiple 9-11 like levels of damage yeah to new york um, and a fucking alien wormhole opened up, and a horde of like a horde of aliens came through. That is world-shattering info to the governments of the world. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after that, Thor two, another invasion happens. This time in London. Now this one didn't cause as much damage, but it caused a fair fucking amount of damage. I think it destroyed Cambridge University, did it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think um, a lot of the front was destroyed. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that happened. Fucking. Uh, Part of Washington D.C. got blown up in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man went yeah. to Texas in I, Iron I, Man Three. Yeah. I agree with all those things, right? The, like, except you know the last one. Um, but <laughs> like in in general, of course, this is we've been shocking. There's been like a big nine eleven moment happening across the earth. You know, people. Oh. Are like, oh my god! Right? Oh, even bigger. I get that. But uh, if I've got a better one for Iron Man Three. Okay, sorry. go on. Yeah. <laughs> Once, the everyone. president got kidnapped by a terrorist cell and hung up like in a cruci- like a crucifixion in between two cranes. Yeah, that's a better one. Again, I wonder how much of us public knowledge. though. just saying. Uh, I mean, it was it was literally they filmed it. <laughs> but did they release it? I don't know. Well, they they oh, were planning on doing a Mandarin type the, thing. What I think. I'm saying, Kevin, is yes. If an immortal man came forward at any time before the snap. That would have still been a big, massive bit of news. Like, people yeah. would be shocked. Now, it's small claims court stuff. Yeah. Not small claims, but you know what I mean? It's it's a civil court thing, and it's not even to do with him being immortal. It's what he's been doing while he was being immortal. Yeah. Like it's it, it seems like this would have been a big, massive deal a couple of movies ago. Now it's just like, look, we all fucking disappeared for five years. Half of us disappeared for five years. Like, this is not a big deal. This guy lives forever. Sure, I came back from the dead. So what? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there. There's also the fact that, like, 
he is not the only immortal on Earth, and he hasn't been for like the I'm going to assume the entirety of the time he's been alive. Yeah. Um, and because we know for a fact, we know for a fact that vampires are coming to the MCU. Yeah, we also um, know Eternals exist. Yes, well, the Eternals are like a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but like, because they they sectioned themselves off from society. Yeah. Vampires would not actively participate didn't. in society. Not all of them section. Some became movie stars in India. Well, he's uh, he's <laughs> fucking based. Um, <laughs> he was the best one in that movie. Yeah, His was. whole thing of like, oh yeah, I fucking I pretend to be my own son every time. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I retire, I become my own son and continue my career. That's fucking brilliant. I love it. It's a stupid thing. He would immediately get caught, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he'd be okay for I'd say until around now. But if oh yeah, the what next generation shit? came around, then we'd be like, wait, because you know you go back a generation, you know you're looking at the nineties, yeah, cameras, you know a little bit, they were better. You go back a little bit generation before, I start talking about black and white, yeah. yeah. You know, like people always make out that they go through the generation, say this person's immortal, but no one would notice really. Nowadays, yeah. mm, not so much. <laughs> I mean, like, there's also the fact that nowadays we just, like, look at a picture of Keanu Reeves next to a painting of someone that kind of looks like Keanu, and we're like, Keanu's immortal! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, so yeah, but yeah, like, my my big point here is is vampires, because we know that vampires are the big thing that's coming forward. We don't even know if we're getting an Eternal sequel, I don't think. Um, or any mention of them going forward, really. Yeah, I'd, Um, I'd be surprised, to be honest. Um, but... We know that we're getting vampires because Blade is on the way. I think you could. I think people have seen vampires in the Werewolf by Night trailer, and that's coming on Halloween. Uh, you know, that's not far away. No. Um, and that took place. I'm assuming around like the 1920s, kind of like the oh, back in the same era as the Universal movies came out. Yeah. Um, because that it makes sense to set it there. Yeah. Uh. And I'm actually, the more the more I've pondered on it, I've actually really kind of warmed to it a lot, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, so like we we know that like the monsters are coming, and that's really cool. It does, however, make the older MCU stuff go like, okay, but like, where were they? <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering. Like, I, that's my main point. Do you think just after snap? all these people who've been hiding all this time now it's gonna go like we don't have to hide anymore all right cool i'm gonna go to the law firm and sort some legal shit out i mean maybe i mean we like because we i think um let's think about the, the the big things that have pushed it i think so the snap obviously yeah yeah that, that's the big the big one was the snap Half like, the population made... came back to life after five years. I think it disappeared and then came back. So half like, the population's a... weird as shit now. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Um. Fucking the like fucking weird ass god appeared in the sky, and then disappeared. D- in from Eternals, you know. Yeah, and and disappeared, and but they... also like a point to be made, like. Now there's just a giant statue of a man in the ocean. Yeah, there's yeah. a giant fucking statue up somewhere north, and in, in like the fucking like Scandinavia's, uh, like wh- what the fuck? Um, we've got uh, what was the other one? I had another big one. Um, Asgard, Asgard is on Earth. Yeah, you, you know, and they're just integrating with society. We saw it's a like an Asgardian place to go to. It's, it's a it's a tourist. Oh, place. oh, just want to say something quickly. Um. Right. Do you remember that ad where Hulk had a roommate? Not Hulk. Um, Thor it, had it, a was Hulk Thor. Thor, it was Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the actor is in Love and Thunder, and I, he, I saw him. He's yeah. a tour guide. It's like, oh, beautiful. <laughs> I fucking love that there can. I just wish Thor acknowledged that he was there. Yeah, is the yeah. only thing because I I desperately need those to be one hundred percent canon. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the real question: Did Thor live in Australia? Or did the Australian dude live in New Asgard? Well, here's the thing. We know because of Love and Thunder that Thor did live on Earth for a while. He did, yeah. Um, and it was kind of in that window? Do you think he started living with him after he broke up with Jane? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I guess so. I mean, look, 
Thor had some reactions to all his people being killed. Yes. Right. So I mm. guess like him breaking up and him knowing the exact date and time and second of that breakup. Um, I guess he he's an emotional man. Yes. You know? Um, de- I definitely would agree with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Especially after watching Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, is this the one where we finally rant about Love and Thunder instead of She-Hulk? No, no, no. Let's, let's finish uh, She-Hulk first. Okay. Um, we only have really one more thing to mention about fight She-Hulk, with the, I think. Titania. And the she, fight with Titania. Yeah. And she punches She-Hulk uh, and throws her. Like, she punches She-Hulk, Jen, in Jen form, though. Mm-hmm. And she gets slapped a good 30 feet and is okay. Yes. So th- this is like just a this is a weird one. Um I generally take this as people who are uh people who are superheroes can just take more damage. Okay. In in these kind of things. Like okay. even if it makes no sense for them to be able to. Okay, Kevin, well, I'm going to say that's absolutely not true. I'm afraid because mm-hmm. in Ragnarok we see Bruce jumping off the helipad. He does not transform. He hits that bridge. We hear cracking. There is pain. And then he turns into the Hulk. Okay, you're right. Never mind. Um, I take back what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I have a theory. Uh, it's not a great theory. Now, Kevin, you never drank, really. Uh, no. But um, one thing, and it's it's a thing that's been scientifically recorded as well, uh, is that a lot of times when drunk people get into similar accidents that non-drunk people get into, they tend to have less injury because they don't brace themselves for pain or <laughs> they don't brace their bodies. So they tend to be a bit more spaghetti wobbly and not be okay, but better. Yeah. So I'm wondering... Like, was she just so loaded that like, yeah, she fucking she just didn't feel the hits. Yeah, so the only issue with that is like, she got punched in her face to fly thirty feet. Like, hmm. how much bracing, non-bracing of a face can you do? I, it's it's a weird one. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I I guess the real thing is. When she turns into She-Hulk, she doesn't really turn into a pure Hulk Hulk either. Like, she's roughly the same size as Bruce, sure. Um, Yeah. And she has some muscles. She's strong. But she is not complete Hulk in physique. She is still more like a muscly woman in Hulk height, right? Yeah. Whereas Hulk, no one on Earth looks really like the Hulk. Not really. Like, those proportions aren't really a thing, right? Abomination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so there is... Thanos. Like, yeah, not on Earth. Um, <laughs> His body is. Not it no way he got disintegrated, don't yeah. <laughs> Right, so here's the deal, right? So mm-hmm. I wonder... Is Jen, even in her human form kind of closer to Hulk in the way that Hulk is closer to her human form like they're they're neither in pure human form or pure Hulk form they're kind of in a quarter in quarter out on both sides you know yeah because it's the only way to explain it she got punched in the face and flew 30 feet like see here's the thing I can kind of suspend my disbelief on her getting punched in the face and surviving because, you know, she does have the the plot armor kind of the deal, you know? Okay. However, there is a scene that happens a little bit later in the fight that I have a lot less, uh, a lot more trouble suspending my disbelief for. Is it Titania so, getting her teeth knocked out? Titania gets her teeth knocked out, not by getting punched in the face or anything, but by slipping and hitting her face on the floor. It is interesting because if she can punch someone and they go flying mm. 30 feet, like, impact happens on the hand, right? Yeah. And if her, if her teeth are as vulnerable as her hand, surely they should also be able to take a fairly decent fall, 
you know? Yeah, like, like does she does she not have the durability with her strength or, or well, she like, has to have the durability because she punched a woman thirty feet, and she was fucking she was taking punches from She Hulk in the fight. Yeah, yeah. So like, why did her teeth break? I I'm starting to wonder, like, because she was kind of made strong, like yeah. Are there just parts of her that they made strong? Maybe, but like, but she was like thrown through a wall in like the first episode. No, she walked through a wall, didn't she? I think she was thrown again through the wall. I thought was I, she? I thought she entered the court by like just jumping through the wall. She did, but like didn't like Jen punch her and she made a new hole, or she hit her. I, I the feel wall. like we're kind of going around two circles here. Of she went through a wall twice. <laughs> um, you know, like I, I, I think we can agree she went through a wall. Yeah, yeah. You know, she she's hit a few times, so you know it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess what if her t- maybe like look, this is pure speculation, and it's not going to be the answer. Mm. Maybe she had her teeth knocked out before. So they're like she they're became powerful. Teeth? But yeah, but then you know she does bleed. You know, I had gums vulnerable a, then. It's such a weird one. Because, yeah. like, the, the fucking... The damage that we see characters take in fights has generally been, like... It, like, in Marvel, I mean, like, generally. Has mm. generally been fairly consistent with what they should be taking. Um, and when I say what they should be taking, I don't mean, like, realistically. I mean in regards to what they have taken. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just saying... Whereas I could see a fight between She-Hulk and Captain America being somewhat even, though I think just Captain America's like skill and history, he could probably beat She-Hulk in some way. Uh, I, 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 I'll be honest, I think most people on the Avengers could beat She-Hulk. Maybe. I, I don't From know, like Hulk an experience I, an experience level. Yeah. Like, I think Hulk I think, I would I think... be caught in a... Like, he'd have to have some fucking arrows for that. He does have some fucking arrows. He does. He has a some... pim arrow. Yeah, he does have a pim arrow. Yeah, I guess that could work. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, okay. Right. Let's go back here. All right. Okay. Um. So yeah, I could see Captain America beating She-Hulk. Um. And by that, I also can. No, I could see them being quite close to each other. Like, I, th- I don't think it'd be. An, uh, a, it's a fairly even fight. But I'd say mm-hmm. then, like Captain America could easily beat up Titania. He just has to throw a shield a few times at our face, and it's over. Yeah, and if um, she is like the enemy of She-Hulk, well, kind of enemy, you know. I don't know. She, I mean, she's the closest thing to the primary antagonist that yeah. we have she currently. She won't be fair. I think. I think yeah. she's just basically like she's fodder for later. Even that, I think she's just an internet enemy. That's all she really is. Like, yeah, this is not um, serious. I do, I do have, I do have to say though, because I, I, I've, I have been the voice pushing the leader as the main antagonist. You must be happy. Um, I am quite happy. However, I do, I do want to say one thing. I am, I am not putting all of my eggs in that one basket, because the MCU occasionally will throw all of its evidence pointing to one direction and you'll be like, oh, it's that, it's that, it's that. And then pull the rug and it's a completely different thing. Cough, cough, Mephisto, cough, cough. Yeah. Um, and it, th- there isn't really a reason. So I'm not putting all my eggs and saying it's definitely 100% the leader. I think there's like still a chance it's Mallory. Um, like the lawyer from this episode. I think that's like a non-zero chance. By the oh, way, yeah, I definitely think it's almost gone at this stage because they. She seems to just like, like they might become frenemies in the future, but right now yeah. it seems like things are all right. Things are all right, but like again, I don't want to rule it out. Yeah, because once again, the MCU can just be like, "Hey, here's a twist." It doesn't matter if that twist is good or not; they will do it. Yeah. Here's um, the thing. Do you think she really invited her to be her bridesmaid? Um, it was a bit of a weird plot device, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering 
if maybe she asked, Titania asked her to do so. Like, she found the weak spot and said, hey, could you, like, invite her? And, like, I'll pay for the fucking wedding, you know? Yeah, but, like, she didn't just invite her. She was one of the bridesmaids. Yeah, but, I mean, again, if if someone's paying for your entire wedding, you, you might just consider it. I mean, and she also, like, was asking her to, like, downscore all the cool things about her, like her being She-Hulk and all that. You know? Yeah, yeah, but like, oh, downplay all the She-Hulk things, but Titania wanted her to be She-Hulk for their fight. Yeah, but then we also see that Lulu kind of loves her being She-Hulk as well. I think I she, she was, was supposed to be she, drunk. No, she was yeah. definitely drunk. But usually the whole thing about drunk is that, that they're emotional. And that was obviously an emotional thing that she didn't want her to be Hulk. And then suddenly yeah. she's completely cool with it. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think like it's consistent enough to be a plot. You know? But at the same time, at the same time, I will say, point in your favor here, um, like, while I don't agree, I don't think it's like a consistent enough plan, I will say that the, uh, the fact that she went to the wedding, she, she doesn't really publicize herself, you know? Yeah. She doesn't say, oh, I She-Hulk is appearing here. She doesn't do that. So the fact that Titania knew where the wedding was and that Jen would be there is suspect. Yeah. Um, Because I don't understand why. Like, maybe she saw, oh, there's an, like, someone posted on, like, on Instagram, She-Hulk at a wedding, and Titania immediately, like, fucking saw someone in the background of a photo hacked hacked the networks found his contact information called him like hey you're at a wedding right now i see you're a loser do you want a plus one yeah i guess but it, yeah i don't know maybe it's hard to know i think we we might find out more i don't think titania might show up again this season to be honest i think that's um, done she'll be in the end credits after getting a dentist appointment yes and the dentist is like an evil villain has planned this all along to get the Titania's teeth. Um, I don't know why he'd want her teeth. It's apparently the weakest part of her. Oh, um, that's exactly why, because if that makes a weakness out of her, it might be a weakness out of She-Hulk. Um, but I, I do like I, I have like, I have to ask. The first four episodes all had end credit scenes, hmm. but the last two haven't. Why? I think they, they've taken the end credit scenes and just put them into the main episode, because that's when we see the whole syringe thing. It's at the very end. And I remember like going forward and realizing, yeah, no, they don't have an end uh, mid-credit scene or after-credit scene, but that would have been it. You know? Yeah, and like the, the same thing for the fucking Daredevil last, last, last episode. Yeah. But but why? It seems kind of weirdly nebulous, doesn't it? But I suppose. Yeah, like. Do you think it's like the, the first that... four were all comedic bits? Yeah, these are you know the most recent ones, except for Daredevil. Well, so just one of them uh, is mm. plot relevant. So that's why yeah. they have it as part of the episode. And I guess what? because Does... Daredevil... Daredevil is plot relevant. We know he's appearing. Okay. Yeah. We know he's appearing if he appeared in the episode later on as well. Like it's it's not that plot relevant. Whereas I think this one was actually like plot relevant. It told us like this is actually happening in the background. This is what's going on. There is a conspiracy. Like there is a conspiracy going here. It's connected to that website. You know, there's actually sort of things. Like they could have not had the Daredevil uh, head there and just had it him appearing and be like, hey, look, yeah. it's Daredevil. I don't think it's technically plot relevant. You know, mm. it's just like referencing, and obviously they had to do it because they're like, "Hey, we should really show um, Daredevil off because uh, people love that dude." You know, yeah. that's why I think they didn't do the mid credits or post credits scene. You know, yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, because it seemed like, oh, we're gonna get like post credits every week that's just a comedic bit. You know, yeah, I kind of miss it too. Because... I, I like which like because we had we had you know the drinking scene episode one we had her moving stuff in episode two in episode four we had the twerking scene which wasn't funny um 
and in episode four we had uh wong uh wong and his new girlfriend and when i say girlfriend i mean like girl who's his friend because they're they're just buddies um they they are definitely buddies there is no romance involved there's not a single bit of romance they're watching the sopranos yeah um and then after that we got nothing and i don't know why yeah yeah it's Um... it's really weird like like you could end off on the the daredevil stinger and then do a comedic bit at the end like yeah. I, I don't like because most people i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest i think most people don't watch the comedic stinger you know yeah uh, yeah i think it's just for people who who they know some people go and check the credits for a scene and that's yeah. like the little here you go enjoy you know yeah like i hope it's not like oh the fucking twerking scene was terrible so we're editing them out before the episode comes but, out hey kevin what if the twerking scene is plot relevant and that's the end of this podcast <laughs> um yeah i don't know uh looking forward uh we don't have that many episodes left now only what three? no we're three three, three. where there's episode six so there's nine episodes in the season so there's three Excellent. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, folks. Uh, who do you think is the big bad? Is Kevin Wright? And mm-hmm. is it plot relevant? You know what I'm talking about. Is it plot relevant? Is it plot relevant? They keep talking about it, so it might be. <laughs> yeah, they might just. They might just. Um, also, anyone who doesn't like She Hulk is now technically K. What's it? Q. K. On. On. I only ever see it written. (laughs) I don't even. I see. I also, I also like pronounced it Quanon a lot. But then I heard someone say, "Oh yeah, Quanon," and I'm like, "Is it? Is that? Is that how you're supposed to say it?" (laughs) Yeah. I hope I never have to like hear it in any Mm -hmm. formal setting. Um. I honestly, I like. I kind of wish I didn't have to bring it up, but it was too relevant to not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, folks, uh, tune in next week. Uh, we'll give our little review for next week. Let us know any theories you have. Um, Kevin and I are also looking for TV shows. They don't have to be recent TV shows. They could be TV shows from the 90s. But some sort of TV show that we could do on the go. Uh, I think yeah. we would love to hear from you. Um, even something like Quantum Leap, because the new Quantum Leap is coming up. And I think it might be fun to watch some of the older ones. But yeah, if yeah. you have any suggestions, uh, please let us know. Yeah, especially um, if they're terrible. Yeah, especially if they're terrible. Um, yeah. By the way, Quantum Leap's not terrible, just just to make that yeah. clear. No, uh, when I say something terrible, I mean like something that's objectively really bad or something that would be torture for us to have to do. Um, like, for example, you could make us watch all of Lost and, oh God. <laughs> yeah, we're not... We're, we're, mm-hmm. I've, I've said it now. It's yeah. now an option that people are going to think about. Yeah, folks, don't think too hard. Um, don't, don't post suggestions yeah. for other TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, folks, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hope you enjoyed yeah. uh, today's little review. And it's a bye from me. Bye from me. Bye-bye. Astrolog.